0: Hello everybody. Welcome to Dabbling in Discomfort, where we try to help you live your life outside the comfort zone. I am not Arlo. Arlo's here with me today. I'm running the show. He's giving me the keys to the podcast, and I'm going to tank it directly into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm Jeff Moore. I was uh, guest number one on this podcast, and he, uh, Arlo's invited me back, and we're switching things up. It's there's something in that you and I have in common with our careers. Like well look here's the thing, like what what would you say you and I have in common about that?
1: We both attempt to run businesses and you do a better job of it than I do.
0: Yeah, and, and you're humble and I'm not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we differ. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, I get it. You're good looking, I'm unattractive. All of that. Do, do, you, yeah, you, remember, yeah. do you remember Happy Gilmore? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. You're good, yeah. I suck. You're good, I suck, <laughs> yeah. You're good, I'm bad. You're, yeah. Dang. I, I, I reference Happy Gilmore often. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, good uh, show. I know. I know. It's most of my <laughs> wisdom from like, that and Scarface. Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. But uh yeah, so I mean we've got that in common, business owners. We like to lift things up and put it down. Right, right. Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. There's a lot in common, huh? Right. Also, like check this out. So if you don't know what I do for a living, I'm a I'm a therapist, like mental health therapist. So Which is I'm why like, he's here today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, nah, dude, we we have something major in common and that's we're in the business of change.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: yeah like you you well what happens like when a when a client walks in where, where are they at in their life usually
1: they are typically looking for a change yeah trying to better themselves or or they have a goal they're trying to reach and they know
0: they need to make some changes to get there oh okay so yeah because you, 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 you have like people that probably have never really worked out before or not since high school and then you have you also have like Top shelf athletes coming in, right? That right. already get how to work out, but they're looking. They have a goal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just kind of curious, like when do you, when do you notice a spike in business? Like, I mean, can you can you point to a calendar? And, and, <laughs> I mean, like, like I mean, New, right, Year, right. New Year's. That's the obvious yeah, one. Yeah yeah, 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 for
1: sure. So, well, so New Year's definitely, and then it. uh Right before summer, like a month before summer, I think people are starting to think about swimsuits and stuff and how they don't look the oh, way that they want yeah. to. <laughs> and then, like, two-thirds of the way through summer, they just give up, I think. <laughs> like, it drops <laughs> so, off again. Cause it, so it's cause like in like, May? Well, in, yeah. In,
0: in May, it's like, i got to get beach body yeah, ready. Yeah, and, and
1: yeah. By, and by July, it's slowing down again. People are taking, <laughs> like, trips, last-minute trips before school starts again and that and so it slows down again, spikes again in September when the kids go back to school. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I think okay. like moms and stuff; their kids are back in school. Oh, wasn't so in the morning? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The- yep. Um, and then, it, I mean, as far as athletes, it's they're they're a little more disciplined, probably, and more consistent throughout the ups and downs of the year, unless you take. For example, an MMA athlete that wants to do an eight eight week camp and and then he's done and I don't see him for a while. <laughs> Is that how it goes with fighters? It seems huh? to be a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some like, some some are exceptions, but but, but yeah, a it, lot of in them in general, will be like, "Okay, I have a fight coming up in yeah, in yeah. two months or three months. I need to get in shape."
0: <laughs> yeah, and then so it's probably like you see him like every other day or something. You're right. Or more right. often, at least yeah, for that yeah, time, yeah. and then uh-huh. yeah, if they. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, a little harder to predict to predict on like a calendar, you know, right? For right. Athletes. Yeah, but people just looking to get in shape or be in better shape or look better in a swimsuit—that's that's more predictable for sure. Is that the most common reason? Is to like just—is it like a looks thing? I want to look better. Uh, I probably work with more people that want to want to stay healthy than
1: than look better. I definitely get some of that, um, but. But yeah, a lot of a lot of my clients that aren't the athletes are here because they're they're getting older as we are, and they know that they need to stay healthy or
0: or got you. Nice. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed that I, I wouldn't okay. have, like I would have thought aesthetics would be towards the top for a lot of people. That's actually right, that's actually right. good to hear. that health, yeah, <laughs> and that surprised me. Uh-huh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's like would would it be fair to say that? people in their 20s are more about aesthetics and then maybe yes. people, old yes. people like us are? I think so. Oh, yeah. No, just, okay.
1: Yep. Sometimes people like us come to me because they have some, something big coming up where they want to look good. Like I, I worked recently with a client who, it was her 15th wedding anniversary and they were going to Florida and they were getting pictures on the beach and, and so she's like, I got to get in shape. Okay. <laughs> but, How much time um, did she
0: leave herself? Would
1: you, like, she what, did pretty good. She did. Uh, it was several months that I worked with her, which we gotcha. can we can usually make a change in several months. I've oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had others as well. But, uh, it, it, it's kind of funny. So I used to work with pageant girls. Oh, I don't remember. know. I don't know if you remember that. Right. And we and we would get people like. Kay, the pageant's coming up in a month. What can I do? <laughs> or, <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. the be- the best was I, I worked uh, last year, or the year before, been last year, with with a t- uh, a guy that was going on a reality show, and he's like Kay. His it was it was actually his agent that he's like a, a TikTok sensation, <laughs> so oh, super yeah, famous yeah, yeah. on on TikTok, and his agent called me. She's like, he has ten days to get in shape for this
0: show. Ten days. <laughs> ten days.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The, the, so, so, well, so okay. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, because I mean, the you want the client, right, right. You know? But like, I know you're not. You don't have one ounce of snake oil salesman in you, <laughs> so you want the client. About right, like, right. Ten, ten days. Ten so days. What do you even tell long. someone like
1: that? Uh, I worked with him for for most of those days. Did you make any promises? Didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, you didn't leave us very much time, yeah. but <laughs> but we'll That's do what funny. we can. And, and yeah. so, interestingly, like rather than I mean, we did a challenging physical things for sure, but. But I kind of geared the ten days toward challenging him mentally and making oh, him yeah. overcome to to prepare him for when things suck. <laughs> right? What was he doing again? So so he did a he did a show called oh what's it called Tough as Nails Tough as Nails where basically they round up blue collar people from different industries all over the country and they bring them together and they they have both team challenges and individual challenges and and they just basically go until there's only one person left and that's the winner and so, and so they're doing some things that they are familiar with some things that they've never done before
0: um dude that makes total sense then that you went to like condition the mindset then yeah yeah, yeah. Like, you know, what it you seemed do? like a better better use of our for time sure. <laughs> no for sure that that, made, that makes a lot of sense it, like cuz i mean you can't make physical progress in 10 days, really. Just enough no, to get sore, really. not really. Right, right. Yeah. But, but yeah, if you can figure out ways to, like... If you can get him to feel like he wants to quit while he's training with you and then push through and not quit, you yeah. can take that to the bank when he's competing in that competition.
1: For sure. So that was the approach we
0: took. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, hearing you talk, you've got, like... uh, got your pageant beauty queen types. You've got... People near in retirement age that don't have to look good in a swimsuit, but they want to live longer to be there for their spouse, you know, be able to be active grandparents, play with their grandkids, kind of quality of life type stuff. You've got your average run of the mill meathead, like you seem to be friends with. <laughs> you've you got pro fighters, you've got volleyball players. Right. Um, right. I, I've seen you with uh, fencers. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I did a stint with fencers for yeah. <laughs> for yeah. a few years. Probably like your I don't know what a like. Well, I guess kind of the soccer mom variety of client. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So. You you really don't have like I mean you I, I mean you probably have like some clients that. You know, like the average client, but. But at the same time, there's a lot of variability yes. in the clientele. So when people are coming through the door, that too tasks your ability to like adapt to change.
1: Right, it, right, right, right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Do you have
0: me and one of your one of the volleyball women and the septuagenarian grandparent all doing the same workout? No, definitely not. No. Nope. Yeah. so what do you look at so when you have someone come in they say their goal do you already kind of automatically have a treatment plan pop into your head
1: um yeah yeah usually based on like with groups of athletes especially I've I've worked with enough that I kind of know what their what their needs are right away and then we'll get a little more in depth as far as like do you have any injuries we need to work around what do you feel like you're lacking in and we'll kind of assess where they're at and, and where they need to be and go from there um but but like Kind of nutshell. This is what I'm going to have the volleyball athlete doing versus this is what I'm going to have the mountaineer doing versus the soccer mom's going to be yeah. doing this. I kind of have a base, a base plan for everybody, um, an idea of what I'll have them do, and then we just make tweaks from there based on okay on their individual abilities and limitations.
0: So you kind of have like some core fundamentals. Yeah,
1: yep. And and the fundamentals honestly are are more the same. Between everybody than than you might think, like <laughs> how so? Uh, everything's movement based. Like we all move the same regardless of our goals, and so we we try and take advantage of of moving in in all three planes of motion. Um, so rotational stuff, frontal plane. And sagittal plane, which probably doesn't mean anything to somebody yeah. not in the industry. Yeah, yeah I, don't, <laughs> but, I don't know what you're <laughs> saying. <laughs> so sagittal is like forward and backward. Oh, okay. That's most of our activities. Transverse is side to side. Um, so, like, if I'm working agility for a soccer player, there's a lot of cutting and turning direction, changing directions, that kind of stuff. And that's the sagittal. That's uh, so that. Front, that would be frontal, frontal. plane. Yeah. Okay, and so
0: like a fencer would be sagittal. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. So, so you have different um, different athletes like like a fencer, a cyclist, a runner. That's primarily oh, sagittal yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah. You have somebody like a volleyball player. There's a lot of rotation. There's a lot of side to side movement. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's so we definitely want to make sure they're good at the movements that they need for their sport but we also don't want to neglect the other ones like if I work only sagittal plane stuff on a runner they're probably going to have issues injuries. hip hip issues and yeah yeah injuries um and they're and they're lacking they're lacking the rotational most of them so we need to make sure we get rotational that's kind of rotational transverse plane or rotational movement is is probably the most under-trained like most people don't think of rotation when they're in the gym doing their bench press, their squats, their bicep curls, for their sure. shoulder press. Uh, but that's usually how somebody injures their back, right? They're yeah. pulling something out of the car, or they're shoveling snow, or something where they're rotating. And if they're also not always. if they're not adequately prepared for that movement and strong in that movement, they're looking at injury, <laughs> potential injury down Absolutely. the road. So, so yeah. we definitely don't want to neglect anything, but. So all of my clients were working in three planes of motion. We're working on hip, hip dominant movements, knee dominant movements, pushing, pulling, uh, both horizontally and vertically. And so we're we're trying to hit a lot of different movements rather than saying, "Okay, today's an arm day," because that's not really functional. And functional is kind of a buzzword, which I don't know if I like it or not. But <laughs> but I ch- I try and make it as applicable. I try and make the workouts as applicable to actual daily
0: life as possible. <laughs> I know what you mean about that word functional. Like it it, it kind of got overused in the right, industry, right, didn't it? Yeah. But but the thing is is that like words the thing that makes a word good or not I think is if it clearly and concisely communicates an idea. Yeah. And and the term functional most people in or out of the industry kind of know what you mean, right? Right. So yeah, like maybe it's a buzzword, and maybe like there's you know functional strength kind of. And I know there's kind of arguments as, on both sides of that. Is like uh-huh. isn't strength strength, but uh, you know like if you can curl a lot or if like, but again like, especially if they worked with you, functional makes sense. Uh-huh. You know, right, right, dude. So there's like yeah, there there is a lot of overlap between like what we do. Because it's the same kind of deal. I, I have people coming into my office, you know, as a therapist, um, in response to change. We still recording? Oh, good. All right. Yeah. yeah. Just it. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. No. Dude, we've done, I've done that before on our podcast. Oh, man. Have, have you really? Yeah. It's just, I mean, we'll get through a whole episode and it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. If, if one of Can't us happened t- to say something funny, we try to like... Work like, get back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and it never is as funny as Oh, for time. sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, people will come in, and it's, it's usually in response to some change that's happened in their life. I, mm-hmm. you know, I work with, not exclusively, but a lot of court-ordered people. Right, you right. You know, they cross the law somehow, and their their life's completely upside down. They, they're looking for some help. Or, again, it's and it oftentimes it's not always court-ordered. I have, you know, people coming in that, they feel like they're in a rut sometimes, mm. just, you know, yeah, yeah. other people, they, they can't figure out why they lost interest in the stuff that used to find fun. Uh-huh. And, you know, others, they, they find themselves in developmental stages. It's like, like a kind of midlife crisis type stuff. Right, right. Or, you know, like you and I are probably in our number. <laughs> <event. Could> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but ultimately like people are looking for change and there's a, there's a ton of variability too in the mm. types of people that come through my door. Yeah. You yeah. know, teenagers, you know, adults, You know, people that could be my kid, people that I could be their grandkid, you know, just all different walks of life, everything. And I have to be able to adapt to what they're bringing to the table as well. But there's also some core fundamentals, like you're saying. Okay, right. And, you know, for me, it's based around like needs and stuff. Like we all kind of have the needs for purpose and meaning in our lives. Uh That means something to all of us purpose and meaning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we have some basic you know drives, you know uh, the motivations, you know emotional responses, the desire for connection and belonging, and a lot of the problems that people have in the security, right faith, right, faith, worth, like all these all these different things that that uh, people have. Whatever their problem is, might be completely different, but like it can sort of be funneled into one of these one of these domains. Oh, right, right. You know, and then yeah. it's kind of from there a treatment plan. Uh, yeah, builds. for sure. And and like you, it's it's interesting to hear you talk about these three planes of movement. That you, maybe there's for their sport, there's like one dominant thing, you know, with a sagittal, you know, like, like a runner, right? Right, You're, right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, see, I'm learning. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you st- but you don't ignore the frontal or the um, right, rotational. Right. Yeah. And and like for me, it's you know we'll we'll focus on the core fundamental. The their. Their referred reason for treatment, but okay. we we kind of include things like a systems approach to where we kind of try to cover all bases. Nice, you know, yeah. So, one thing I figured out that there's a a quote by uh, I think it was I'm pretty sure it was Charles Darwin. He said, "It's not the strongest nor the smartest of the species that survives; it's the one most adaptive to change."
1: Oh, right, right.
0: I and think that was Darwin. Was it? I think okay. So. It's, uh, it's why it's like, you know, the, in a nuclear war or whatever, some crazy crap happens, you know, lions, they die, people, we die, you know, uh, cheetahs die, peregrine falcons, they die, but the cockroach lives, dude, you know? <laughs> right, right. So be like a cockroach, everybody. You can't podcast over. <laughs> Thanks nice. for coming. Yeah. No, so, yeah. uh, oh. Change is a big deal, and yeah. and uh, you're having me host your podcast because you are going through quite a change. Yes, yes and I am. So I have a ton of follow-up <laughs> questions for you, but I kind of want to give you a chance to uh, describe what this change is.
1: Okay, all right. So as of the end of October, we will be moving mm locations Um, competitive edge as we know it right now will no longer be but (laughs) uh, I do intend to still train some people I'll probably be more selective and not work with as many people as I am right now Uh, but I definitely like I'm going to be training people for life like (laughs) that's that's what I do that's what I know I still love to do it Um, and I'm still going to be doing massage sports massage as well Uh, just not just not here, and just not the way that it's been done for the last eighteen years.
0: How does that feel to say? What, like, like, what's your reaction right now?
1: So, it's it's kind of hard. <laughs> like yeah, this, dude. this is what I've done for eighteen years, um, and and it's for sure it's emotional, but at the same time, it's. I th- I talked to Jeff. A week or so ago, I can't remember when it was, but it's almost a relief to. We we talked about how just to to make the decision that yes, things are going to change um, is like a huge weight off my shoulders, and and it's freeing. Um. Yeah, like there. I mean, there are definitely, and I don't know where your what your follow up questions are, but but I I've come to the point where where I feel like I need to spend more time at home um, and I need to spend more time actually teaching my kids the things that I teach other people all day long and my kids ne- get neglected. Um, so, like, jujitsu. I I love jujitsu. And I haven't taught my kids jujitsu because there's never time, right? I'm always here at the gym. And... um. And so I will be, and same, same with lifting weights. I've started a little bit with, with my, my boy who will, he'll be 13 in December. So we've started a little bit, but nothing super consistent. Um, and so the, the plan is for me to move whatever part of the gym fits to my garage. <laughs> um, and And I'm super excited that... The, the gym will be right there at home. And anytime like we have a few weights at home right now, but but we don't have a squat rack. We don't do deadlifts. We don't do anything like that. We have a few dumbbells and some bands, right? Um, so I'm I'm excited to have access to to all the things I use, not all the things I use, because it's not all going to fit, but but access to a lot of the tools that I use here at competitive edge at home where like I don't have to bring my kids to the gym because that's where the mats are right we can do that at home um, and so it's it's going to free up a lot of time for me there, there are times also throughout the day where I have breaks I'll have an hour break and it's really not worth going home to work on something or to, to get something done that needs to be done so I just hang out here and wait for my next appointment um, and and so in addition to in addition to having more freedom and time to work with my kids, like I'm going to be able to work on projects at the house that have been neglected for the last 18 mm-hmm. years, but too. <laughs> um, trying to get that fence together. Exactly, yeah. yes. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, I, um, I've worked construction a lot in the past, and I, I'm fairly handy, and I, I like doing that kind of stuff. And I'm capable, but it doesn't get done because I'm always here. And then we're running kids to soccer, and then we're tired, and we go to bed, and, and do the same thing over again the next day. So I'm, and we'll we'll see how this all shakes out uh, based based on which clients choose to follow me and and which clients go somewhere else. But kind of my my game plan now is that I will. I'll train and do massage during the morning and then the afternoon I'll just, I'll do stuff that needs to be done around the house. Um, whether it's projects, whether it's getting dinner ready, um, whatever, take, take a load off off of my wife's shoulders as well is, (laughs) is kind of the plan. Um, and I, I do need to, I need to give a huge shout out to Amanda. Um, so my, my wife, Amanda has, has supported me for, for a very long time (laughs) chasing this dream called competitive edge. And, um, man, I, I owe her everything. She, she has willingly sacrificed a lot so that I could do this. And, and we've had, we've had a lot of disagreements about the business and, and about (laughs) how just how how little money i bring in at times and and how i don't know how i'm not there in the morning helping get kids ready for school and and she's she's been supportive the whole time absolutely but but there are times where i know she's she would rather i have a regular job mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i'm i'm i owe i owe amanda a ton and i i want to to start to make it up to her
0: yeah, I mean that's another thing we have in common is supportive awesome wives. Yeah, you know, absolutely. it makes things a lot easier. And you got a good woman behind you. Yeah, you for sure. So dude, that that so when you told me about this is it uh Brandon's wedding, which I, I'll circle back around to this story a little bit, but like it was through Brandon that I met you from the beginning. Right, right. Yeah. But uh
1: you tagged my tires or something. I did. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> before just I even knew you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it uh it was, like, immediately it felt like a like a, a shot to the gut, like, oh, sad. You know, it was, like, sad. Oh, my God, because, like, competitive edge has been so, uh, it's been, like, important to me, too, hmm. you know, to see you succeed. And then, like, so I, I felt sadness, and then the moment you explained why, I immediately felt happy for you. Huh. You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is, it's, 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 uh, it's change. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's change. It's what it is. It's kind of the, the running theme here. And you 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 and I work a lot with people that need something from us, you know, some type of like guidance or like uh, some knowledge that, that we impart. And uh, one area that I can relate to you as well is that you spend a lot of your day uh doing something for somebody else yeah you know yeah, you're, yeah. and you love it and, and right that's like without a doubt like whether you're whether you're making somebody physically miserable or you're physically miserable yourself you're always smiling <laughs> you <know? laughs> Uh because you know what's on the other side of that misery you know it's yeah progress yeah, yeah. and change and uh so i i know you love this but but you are you do spend your time serving others people mm-hmm. people pay you money to help them achieve right. and 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 you've got a great skill set got a lot of knowledge you know I've written two books you know uh back in, I don't know very many people can say they've written one book you've written two books you've taught me a ton uh adopted a lot of my workout philosophy from you. Like you you've you've done a lot of these things, but like dude your kids need that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey,
0: yeah. You know? They need you. And so it, it uh it's an admirable it's an admirable reason to hmm. shift gears. And like the moment you told me that at Bren's uh wedding is uh like okay, this is a good thing. <laughs> it's not the right, right. it's not the sad uh, I gotta admit, some of it was selfish, bro. <laughs> what about live jitsu? Oh, you know, Tuesday mornings have uh, been a staple in my life for a, absolutely like a yep. decade. I mean, Mine no. as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But again, that's that's change, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, as much passion as you have for jiu jitsu, your kids need to know that. At least, you know, at yeah, least have yeah. a chance to uh, guide them through it. And uh, so, so you're you're keeping, you're hanging on to some clients. Yes. What? Yeah. What, what? So, what's the factor there? How does How does one still go about getting in? Uh, um,
1: you. C- I mean, people can always message me and or call me, or I don't check email very much. <laughs> text That's is honestly text. the easiest way to get a hold yeah. of me. Um, I mean certainly reach out if you're interested in training and and I'll see what my avail- my availability is and and uh and we we can go from there. But I I don't want don't to what's that? What's your phone number? <laughs> it is yeah. 801-920-4106. There you go. And then you can also you can also uh reach out um we have a website, competitive edgefitness.com and and Arlo dot com. They'll both leave the same place. Mm. And it's not updated yet, but it will be hopefully by the time this podcast airs. So <laughs> <laughs> I got, you, you gotta get on it, dude. I gotta yeah, get on yeah, it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you can definitely check out the the website, competitive edge dot com, um, or give me a text. And and we we'll, I mean I'm I'm obviously going to need some sort of income so I don't want everybody just to think that I'm I'm closing down shop and <laughs> and don't and and I'm not working with clients anymore um, and massage I plan to do quite a bit of still as well so
0: very nice yeah um so how did, like you still got time for more yeah you know, yeah, yeah how did competitive edge start
1: uh it was interesting, so I was working for an architectural firm um and it happened to be the architectural firm that my that my father in law owned so i I had it in um, <laughs> but but when I was finishing up uh school up at weber state um i didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. I was definitely interested in fitness and and human performance and and all of that kind of stuff but I went from from being the, the grunt. So I worked construction for the architectural firm, then they shut down their construction side and just did architecture. So so I went from being a, being on the job site to being in the office, and then I was just the grunt. The, the grunt goes for this, or, or the go for grunt, go for, same thing. Yep. Go for this, go for that, go yeah. pick up these plans, go do this, uh-huh. fix this. <laughs> so, so that's what I did for a long time. And then as I was nearing the end of my time at Weber State, my father-in-law uh, gave the okay for me to to essentially be a trainer for the architectural firm. And oh. so so th- at the time they had probably 100 employees um in various offices and and so I would I was I was available for anyone who wanted to come and talk about nutrition or who wanted a exercise program put together and so we actually um collected old exercise equipment from anybody that wanted to donate and we set up a gym in the building and i made it my office and and basically hung out there and talked to people and tried to help them stay healthy and then we'd plan weekend events we did a bunch of hikes we did a racquetball tournament that kind of stuff trying to get employees involved in um and just being more active and, and healthy um and it was fun and it was awesome and my father-in-law was amazing for letting me <laughs> letting me do that. Like yeah. I, I was still the fix-it guy if something broke down or so but uh but I spent a lot of my time doing that. And um so man, I owe him a lot. But because it wasn't anything out of out of people's pocket, like I was a free resource for anybody at the company. Um you were like a coffee machine. I was like a coffee yeah. machine, and I just got used and abused. <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, it wasn't like that. But but I I wasn't utilized the way that I could have been. I think, or or even, or if I was, like people kind of took it for granted and they wouldn't follow through on stuff. So I talked to a lot of people and I designed a lot of exercise programs. And then they would never come, come and actually use them and work out in the gym. Um, so I did that for probably a year after I graduated and I was working, doing training for a couple of people on the side as well on, on my own time. And, uh, and they're like, well, you should just start your own gym. You should do, you should do this on your own. And, and I'm pretty easily persuaded to do a lot of things. And so I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <you> are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so I went for it. So so uh, my father-in-law had a connection to someone with an empty basement in a medical clinic. And and he he got me a great deal on rent. Um,
0: was that out in South Audit? It was in South Austin. yeah. Okay, the the Skyline the... Medical Clinic. Yeah. But I was in the
1: basement there. And it was an unfinished basement, and so we finished it kind of how we wanted. And and I started off with almost 3,000 square feet, which seemed awesome at the time, yeah. and it was too much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it, w- it was great when I had a bunch of people there, but if it was me working with one client in 3,000 square feet, <laughs> it just, it felt yeah. off. Yeah, like, it yeah. was, it didn't seem personal, and <laughs> like, it, w- it was weird. <laughs> but it is. <laughs>
0: Be like me having a therapy session in the D Event Center. center exactly. Works. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so it, it was a fantastic space, and we shared it with uh, with Ogden Clinic Physical Therapy for a while. They rented space with us and and worked there a couple days a week out of my gym, and that was really cool. But when they weren't there, it was still lonely. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, anyway, so that that's kind of how I started, and um, and. I guess I don't know how far back you want to go, but my whole entire life, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And I've told this, this story to, to a lot of people. But and I, I got to college, started going the zoology route, and I was shadowing different vets. And watching surgeries made me decide, yeah, this isn't what I want really? to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I remember very specifically, I watched, like, I was, I was in while a dog got neutered. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to be a veterinarian. Now I don't know what I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) So that, like, my whole entire childhood was all about becoming a vet and helping animals. And it's good to be uh,
0: shadowed rather than just. I know, know,
1: right? I would have hated to find that out in vet school or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) um, Anyway, so so I was spending a lot of time in the gym at Weber State. I was playing volleyball on their men's club team. And, and I realized I was absolutely fascinated by, by the human body and what it's capable of and how you can make change, like how, how I can make myself jump higher through, through good training and how I can make myself faster, how I can make myself uh, not get tired as quick and, and all of that. And it just it, it was really fascinating to me. And that's what got me in, into fitness in the first place. As i I'm like, this is super cool.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. um,
1: and so, so after graduation, I started doing the employee wellness for the architectural firm and, and I kind of, I, I was obsessed with volleyball. Um, and I still really like it, but, but my body doesn't like it as much anymore. <laughs> so, shoulders well, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shoulders and neck and, and all of that. But, but so for a while I, uh, I was trying to decide between opening a gym, making a, an attempt to play professional volleyball over in Europe. Um, so I had, I had gone as far as I had been in contact with... I had several friends that were playing professionally over, over in Europe. And, and I had been in contact with one of their coaches, and he was willing to help me set up some tryouts. And I had also been in contact with a group that takes Americans over to Europe on like tours to try and get them where they go around and play teams all over Europe and try and get them picked up, uh, where the, the teams from Europe will, will pick up players that come through. And, and I had made, um, I had made arrangements to go over there with, with this group and, uh, and I backed out, um, (laughs) and, and I used the excuse that my dad was sick and I shouldn't go, which which was true. He was sick, but I think more than anything, it was fear of change. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like deep down, I'm, I'm scared to go. I'm scared to leave for, because it would have been probably, if, if I went over to play, it would have been probably a two year commitment. Um, and yeah, I think that That's was, the, significant. I think that was the underlying, underlying reason why I didn't do that. So, <laughs> so it was start a gym, try and play professional volleyball. No idea if I would even make it. I, i was I've always been optimistic <laughs> uh overly so sometimes and overly <laughs> confident confident sometimes so so who knows um but that was one thing that I was looking at, and the other thing was was uh moving to Latin America and being a missionary and and that was something else that i had i had uh was really passionate about and really interested in, and amanda was too um and and ultimately, I decided to go with the gym. I think because it was the le- the least scary.
0: <laughs> that, that's what made you.
1: I I think so. At the time, I might not have admitted that, but I think maybe that's why why I ended up doing what I was doing. Kind of in
0: hindsight, looking mm-hmm. back, huh?
1: Yeah. And I, and that's that's something else I feel bad about. Um, because Amanda Amanda was also super passionate about missions, and and she opted to. She stood to, by you. She stood by me, yeah, yeah. with the whole gym thing. So, <laughs>
0: gotcha. yeah, I mean, you've done some service works type stuff, all over yeah, 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 countries. But yeah, mm-hmm. you were we were thinking more long term. So gotcha. we've
1: we've done we spent time at an orphanage in Mexico for anywhere from two weeks to two months, almost every summer for for ten years, and then we'd done stuff in Peru and Guatemala. And, yeah. All, all over the place really. Um and yeah, it was something that we were both really, really passionate about and thought that maybe this is what we're supposed to do. And uh, and win a different route. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how I ended up at competitive edge. I started with employee wellness,
0: Dude, realized that's a, I never heard that, that that path laid out like that. Yeah,
1: that's... I don't I don't think I've I've told a lot of people the veterinarian to to the gym, but Yeah
0: <laughs> Not quite. Most, pe- people most people well. don't don't know the rest. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, so. I mean, just referencing earlier, I I found out about you and competitive edge fitness through Brandon Johnson, that uh, by far our most handsome, dashing friend. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, be, before that, like so, I I pretty well always. Loved lifting weights, you know, uh, started early, you know, 14, 15 years old at like a high school. The, the the high school had a program for the eighth graders from the local middle school, um, out of middle school, to come over and start training to get ready for, you know, freshman football. And so I did that. And boy, I was pathetic, you know, <laughs> like just a little chunky ginger, you know, and, uh, this is funny for me too because I've never seen the little yeah, chunky yeah. <laughs> ginger. <laughs> I was the like when we, uh, you know for football we'd open up by running around the backstop, you know, like the the where the you know the baseball field was. I was always the last dude in, you know, slow. I I was I was the slowest. I was the weakest, one of the weakest. You know, starting out lifting weights, you know, I was struggling with the bar bench press, you know, and like eventually. Through the the fact that like two three years later, all of a sudden like girls started paying attention to me a little bit. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna do this," and uh, uh. so it took off. And I kind of went the traditional like meathead route. Yeah, uh, yeah working yeah. out, you know, just like and I, I got good results, decent, you know, you know, just, but like bench press on Mondays and curls, you know, like it uh-huh. was a lot right, of that right. style. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm shortchanging myself. I wasn't quite that basic <laughs> body type of dude. But one day, Brandon had talked about you a couple times. You know, my buddy Arlo, my buddy Arlo, and you got to come work out sometime. And fi- finally I took him up. I, I don't remember what it was that got me to go with him one day, but we drove over to the spot you were describing uh-huh. on the skyline. And down inside the gym, I see these, you know, two Tractor tires, (laughs) and like immediately, these synapses in my brain started firing, like, Yes, you know. (laughs) And you know, sure enough, you know, we're flipping Uh, them, we're hitting them with sledgehammers. You weren't there, right? Brandon just, I don't know if he had key. Did he have keys? How did Uh, he get into your job? I don't remember. He must have, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I don't know how Brandon even got in. Did we break in? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't think think so. I think I'm admitting to a felony. But but like there was something about the functionality of, of flipping those tractor tires and just you know ending up you know with you know tire dust on my hands and just you know calluses and just that sheer fatigue of flipping a you know a three hundred and thirty pound tire ad nauseum that like immediately <laughs> was like oh like this is way better than what I'm doing you know just the kind of the boring you know, typical split type of workout. And, uh, of course we tagged, uh, we named your <laughs> tires and we, we uh, spray painted. It was Big Bertha and Princess P. Yeah, I think. believe so. Yeah. Yep. And man, I, I don't even know. It was, it was still like, must've been months later before I still even met. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But, but like your, uh, your whole take on fitness, uh, not, I don't know if you'd you still go by the... Is it Vertical Integration Theory? Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That was one of the things you were kind of into. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like just all these different ideas. And then, you know, uh, your Warrior Corps book was some of the best-looking models in that oh, book I've ever met. absolutely. Yeah. And, and, there's uh, some ugly ones, too, but... Oh, yeah, there's... Of, <laughs> <Just kidding>. yeah. <laughs> Mostly ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I, I, I've, I've, I've learned a lot from you and, like... I end up parroting a lot of the stuff you say to other people that I talk to. Because even though as a therapist, you know, I'm dealing with, like, you know, thoughts and feelings and those types of things. Like, I'm always pushing people to get active, to do stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, to to, to get up and move. And I end up kind of, I mean, it's like a... I mean it's a knockoff version of what you do. It's like the wish dot com version of what you do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as the you know, the Western Ugh. family version of Arlo. But 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 yeah, you uh, you've uh you've been a, a big influence on me and I and I know a lot of other people as well. Like in uh just with our friends that are fighters, you know, you're known by people that have never met you. Hmm. You know? Uh w- whether it's like you're you know just you, you have this uh reputation of being this freakishly strong uh yeah it, it's the juxtaposition of being freakishly strong with just genuinely nice it's like, <laughs> that, that, it, that yeah it, like it's uh i don't know you're 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 well known and well respected and, and i i think that a lot of uh, a lot of people are going to be saddened to hear hmm. that that uh, things aren't going to be the same unless they listen to this podcast and hear the the the, the reason we're right, doing it. Right. And, you know, and I don't know. It's it's uh it's been well. Actually, you know what? I, there was one of the th- I, there was something else I wanted to pick your brain on. Yeah, you know? for sure. So I just needed to get my story out as far as how i can (laughs) okay so you people that are listening to this you know that it might it might help like what would you say if you were to pack everything you know there's gonna this is an impossible question to answer (laughs) but 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 like if you were gonna pack everything that you know into some Like core fundamentals, you know, same way that you were talking about these three planes of movement. Mm -hmm. Um, Either like what like minded resources would you recommend uh, looking into? What, what where do you draw your influences from? What, uh, and like if. I don't know, for and and by the way I'm I'm talking for like the moderately conditioned athlete type somebody that you know m- might be somebody that might pick up battle tested one of your books uh, uh-huh. what what would you say like your your theory is your kind of you know you know what I'm asking I think so yeah, <laughs> yeah. well uh well.
1: I mean I think that the the easiest way to the easiest way to approach it is just to stay outside your comfort zone. Cuz <laughs> cuz even people that and I'm and I'm just as guilty as everyone, but but people that have lifted weights for years are still doing the same things that don't challenge them as much. Like they're comfortable. They're they're pushing hard weight. It's uncomfortable while they're doing it, but they they aren't branching out and exploring other areas maybe as much as they could. That's mm. um, true for me. So Honestly, and unless you're a competitive athlete, one of the best things that you can do to further your your conditioning and your overall durability is what you're not
0: doing right now. <laughs> dude, that's fantastic. What a simple way of explaining exactly what you're talking about. Like, cardio would probably be good for us, dude. <laughs> but man, I don't. But do I it. hate it. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Pick up a rock and walk around with it. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Dan John type stuff. Dan John right? type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Dan John's a fantastic
1: resource. Um, I mean there there have been a lot of people that have influenced the way that I train. Um, Dan John, Alan Cosgrove, Mike Boyle. There's there's a lot of a lot of people out there that that I really, really like their stuff. Um, Mark Verstegen is good. I'm trying to think who else. Um, do, yeah, that, I mean, there's
0: there's a there's a ton of do they great have that philosophy that, that, uh, that do what you're not doing like the thing that you're not doing do that get out of your. Comfort I don't zone. know, possibly or is probably? That, where are you getting that from? That's sort of you.
1: <laughs> That's maybe just sort of me. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably, but but they but as far as as far as doing functional things to and and things that will help. You to avoid injury and that kind of stuff. They're they're all about that kind of stuff. Dan, Dan John's probably more the most like out of your comfort zone guy. He, right. lo- he loves carrying stuff and <laughs>
0: that that, the, that never let go book. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic book. Yeah. I love that one. He gave me that. <laughs> um, he uh, yeah, he's big into the, like the carries and the lifts because mm-hmm. I mean that that's sort of like you know just a quick look on your social media and then like when you're on vacation you're you'll be carrying a log around the beach or something you're, you'll have a pet rock that you'll uh, take on a trip with you part
1: of that's my kids fault now what I don't <laughs> so. they so i mean they've been around me for a while now they know i do dumb things and so i don't i don't know if you ever like they'll they'll egg me on my little kids will honestly egg me on <laughs> so. Oh, i love it they know. They know. You they like they know. Yeah. 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 Like, do could, it. You, could you pick that up? Yeah. <laughs> Are they Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, a funny story. Quick. Um, I don't know if you ever, if you ever saw or heard about the uh, me carrying a toilet for a mile. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So perfect example of my kid's influence on my life so we're remodeling our house right this was this was several years ago my she's uh I'm pretty sure it was Akaya who is seven now she'll be eight in december so this this was several years wow. ago three or four years ago and we're remodeling our house and we just moved into this into a house and everything's pink, right? The sinks are pink, the toilets are pink, the carpets pink, the walls are pink. <laughs> like what? Mau- mauve maybe, I don't know. It, it was yeah. it was pink. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> so we're we're taking out these toilets and replacing them and 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 my uh my daughter's like, "What are you going to do with that toilet?" I'm like, "I don't know, probably throw it away." She's all. You should run five miles with it. Oh, I love it, dude! <laughs> and I'm like five miles. Yeah. I don't even run five miles to begin with without a toilet. But Not I'll, along with a but toilet. I'll carry it for a mile. Yeah. And so we did. My sister Angie and I went to the, went to Buse Pond and we did a mile with the toilet. And yeah, so I I carried this this toilet for for a mile and it that was <laughs> and it's it's my kids. It's it's a weird kind of. Full circle kind of thing where they they say they see me doing things and it rubs off enough onto them that they're like, hey, you should try this.
0: <laughs> what a great legacy to get your kids. Oh yeah, life. right. It, do, do they have that? I mean, they're they're. All, I don't know if they're quite old enough yet to fully appreciate that type of thing. Right. Right. Do, can you? Do you think any of them have that that uh, that discomfort gene? I know? don't know.
1: I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I I can kind you of can see it in some. You're right, right. The seed is there. <laughs> um, and this change will will help me water it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Um, I don't know for sure. I mean my my son doesn't mind being uncomfortable if he's as long as he's fishing like he'll be out in the rain and the cold for, oh really oh yeah, yeah <laughs> so um but I, I don't know how much of that is me or just his his love of fishing but it's probably mostly that I mean but he's,
0: he's been to most of the tournaments we all have. he has yeah, yeah. He, lo- he
1: loves to come come and watch our our yeah. pumpkin apocajits tournament yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the the four-year-old twins are hilarious like they'll Will be somewhere and they'll pick up a stick and be like, "Look how strong I am!" And then they'll flex. and yes. I'm strong like yeah. you, Dad. <laughs> but, yeah, it's priceless, man. Oh, you know, it's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> but let cool. But yeah, I mean, I I definitely hope to influence my kids more, um, and I I spend a decent amount of time with them. Like we we go on a lot of trips and that kind of stuff. But as far as actually taking time to teach them things. Not just about fitness, but life in general i I don't do as much of that as I should, and I realize that I'm lacking in it and, Right. and i need to I need to do a better job and and being at home more will will help me do that, so that's
0: good That's good. and then one other thing I was thinking so you know as a, as a therapist i've well like right now actually we there's a there's a contract that we have. With the government, that for various reasons is just not really sustainable anymore, and so we're hmm. we're uh, you know we're exiting out of the out of this contract, and it's 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 the clients that I'll end up missing,
1: uh, you know, yeah, because I've got right,
0: right, you know, I was just uh, letting a couple of the guys that are on this contract know today, like, hey, look, you know, in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, that's that's that, and mm-hmm. and like you know, these are these are people that have you know, have, you know, no, regardless of how they ended up in front of me, um, they're they're people that I've you know, you can't help but not, you know form a personal relationship, right, with right, yeah. And it's it's like a lopsided relationship being a therapist, mm-hmm. you know, but it still is because you're, I mean, you're talking about stuff that people don't just volunteer. Yeah, know? right, right, and. uh that's been consistent. Any time that I've, you know, left an agency to work somewhere else, uh, you know, like back before I, you know, owned a business, I had, um, when I, when I was working for people, when I'd leave one job for another, even if it was a good switch, I always was I always was leaving clients behind. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're not quitting. You're still keeping up with some clients, but Right. you know, you're gonna like. There's going to be relationships with people that you've had that are going to go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I don't know if it, I don't know if you've put me on the spot here, but like, is there is there any like just maybe message to just the people that have been to competitive edge over the years? Like anything like, whoever huh. might listen to this, uh, people you know, current clients, past clients, you know, people that have helped. You know, build competitive right, and, right. You know, Be a part of it. That is the hard part. Like I feel like
1: I feel like I'm letting other people down because I know I know the like the new location is not going to work for everybody, um, and it's it's hard. <laughs> to, and I haven't told all of those people yet, <laughs> but but that's that's definitely that's definitely going to be the challenging part. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, I'm grateful for every person that's ever walked in Competitive Edge, um, and that includes the homeless people that want, that wander in from time right? to time. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean every every person that I've worked with um, that has been a part of Competitive Edge has has helped it to grow and and helped to de- helped it to develop the reputation that it has, and and I've bonded with a lot of people that. Um, some are still around, some aren't, and and I just I want everyone that's ever been had anything to do with competitive edge in any way to just to know that you've impacted my life as well. Um, you people come to me to help them change, but it, it goes both ways. <laughs> like uh, and from the beginning, our focus has been on on relationships. Um, like that was that was a big big thing for me going into this business is that i i didn't want people coming to competitive edge just to be a number just to be more income coming in just to be someone that that comes in when i'm not around that i never have any kind of relationship with and and i think we've done fairly well at that and i've man i've made a lot of friends over the over the last 18 years that that i'm really really close to as as a result of of the work that that we've done here at Competitive Edge, and and so I just I guess the biggest message for for everyone is just a a big thank you and and I'm grateful for you and and thank you for for having a positive impact on my life. Um, I honestly I can't think of anybody that anybody over the years that's haven't had a negative impact on my life that I've worked with, um, which is pretty awesome. Like I'm super blessed for
0: sure. You do have a good way of. <laughs> Seeing the good in everybody, Hmm. too. Yeah, I mean that's a great. I don't know if you want to leave it there or if there's anything else you wanted to talk about.
1: Um, I don't know. I guess I guess one last thing that that I wanted that I wanted to say. um, I mean, this it is going to be super emotional at the end of this month, and it's going to be sad, and and I'm probably going to cry. But I don't want people to feel bad for me. Like I want people to realize that that this is giving me new opportunities, and that I'm happy for the change. Um, it's going to be hard, but but things usually are when they when they. Uh, oh, how do I want to say this? Like easy things aren't always the most rewarding. <laughs> What's the
0: tagline to this podcast?
1: Right, right. Yeah, we want you to get outside your own your comfort zone, and I I need to get outside of my own comfort zone too. That where I'm at now with competitive edge has been awesome, um, but I'm I'm in my comfort zone and I need change, and and I think, I think overall it's it's the best choice for me right now, and yeah.
0: <laughs> well, on behalf of all your friends and yeah. clients and everything, we we love what you did with it, and mm. you know it's uh this is a yeah tears are okay, man. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's bittersweet, right? For yeah. sure, for sure. I'm excited for the for the future. Awesome. Will this podcast go on?
1: Uh, of course. Oh, all right. Yes. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's something so I don't else. Need to, too. Like, sign off. With, no, like, no. 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 In, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, so that's honestly another exciting part about about this spending less time at the gym, working with probably fewer clients than I am right now. Is that I'll have more time for for other projects. That I'm an idea guy. Like I I have tons of ideas and things that I want to do. That that I never I either start on them when they get left at that, or or I never start on them at all because I'm. I'm too busy living the day-to-day life. Like, real. I fully intend to, if I have, if I have spare time, so, and the, I have a month to figure this, well, it's it'll be more than a month to figure this out, but like, um, very broad, this is kind of what I want to do idea is, is work in the morning and work on house stuff and dinner and relationships with my family in the afternoon and evening um, with that in mind, if there are mornings and there will be when I don't have clients, I plan to work on projects. So, so art of lift jitsu is an idea that I started and never really followed through with. Um, So that's something I can work on. If I have a down hour, I can work on that. Right. Um, And then there are a couple other books that I'm interested in, in writing. I want to pursue jiu-jitsu for law enforcement more. Um, We're going to be, we're going to be Making some changes with the Ogden City program that I'm excited about, um, and I, I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to do more of that too. Um, I plan to do seminars also, um, like art of lift jitsu seminars, battle tested seminars, um, where it's, it's that. like a, a one or two day thing rather than consistently throughout the year. Where um, overall, it'll be less time that that I'm away from my family and stuff and I can I can hopefully use that to help make a living. <laughs> um That's cool. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about getting to work on other things too that are that are totally related to what I do and that I'm passionate about but but require time away from training people all the time in a gym. <laughs> right. So
0: yeah. Right on. Well yeah. Appreciate you, and on to the next chapter, right? Yep,
1: absolutely. So, yeah, we'll be here, uh, things as usual, until October 31st, and then then things are changing. Beautiful. I I certainly appreciate you, Jeff, coming and interviewing me, turning the tables. I'm honored, dude. (laughs) it's a big compliment. Very good. Thanks again. You bet.